Hello and welcome to Women's Wellness with Loose Inspiration Podcast. I am your host, Lucy Coutinho. Ladies, this is your safe space where we discuss everything. Let's, let's dive in and start to peel back the layers. My guest today is my amazing friend, Candida Rose, jazz, gospel, Verdean R&B vocalist. Candida was born and raised in New Bedford, Massachusetts. She is also a songwriter entertainer, music, and cultural educator. Her 10-song CD entitled Cabo Mercana, The Sum of Me, combines her Cape Verdean musical roots with her American, primarily jazz influences, mixture she calls Cabo Jazz. She was recently featured on a PBS national television program entitled No Passport Required Boston, presenting music and culture of Cabo Verde. I enjoyed our first and also second interview so much about 15 years ago that I wanted to have her ask to have a conversation. So... I'm so excited uh, to catch up on the amazing work that Candida has been doing lately for our community. Welcome, Candida. How are you feeling today? I am absolutely blessed. Thank you, Lucy, for having me uh, one more time. I can't even believe it's been 15 years from those first uh, those first interviews that we did together. It's been, wow, it's like, where does time go, right? Um and I'm so honored and, and proud to be here with you, particularly because um, I've, I've been able to, to watch you grow and blossom and, and just become this, this wonderful, just you've, you've, you're doing so much in the world and being such an inspiration to so many women and so many of us. So I am honored and blessed. So thank you for having me here today. No, thank you. And thank you for recognizing that. Um, My light salutes yours always. You know, you've inspired me throughout my journey as well, just watching you and especially watching you now. It's it's incredible, you know, what you're able to do for our community using your voice, your talent. And I'm so blessed that our paths always seem to cross. And, you know, I was thinking today and I, I said that I interviewed you once before. But it has been more than once before. I think maybe twice before, or if at not least three. I, I think yeah, yeah. I think I know it was at least twice. I, I, I'm sure it was at least two, if not three, at, least at least two, two. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it might have mm-hmm. even been three. So it's amazing. So here we are today. I'm excited because this is we're both on a a, a new journey, a new. Um, so we're going to talk about it, okay? So I have been um, yeah. watching you as you perform for nursing homes, assisted living, and adult daycare facilities. How has this experience been like for you? And what inspired you to give your time in this way? Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting question um, because I, I just, I, I absolutely love doing what I do. Um, I actually, it's my work. Actually, I've been doing this work um, singing for, again, you, like you said, nursing homes, living adult daycare centers, senior centers, and all types of um, senior oriented and other abled um, uh, communities and facilities. I've been doing it now full time for about 12 years or so. Um, and, and the, uh, you know, the circumstances that sort of ha- brought it about, there's, there's a, there's a few layers mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. how it started. Right. Um, 
but mainly uh, back in right around the time when I was starting to do my CD, right? So I graduated from um, from UMass Dartmouth with my uh, with a degree in music. And one of the things that I was at the time, my goal, and now it's and it, now I say it with an intention, right? Yes. So my intention at the time was because it was to become um, to make sure to do music full-time as my career. That was my goal. That was my intention at the time. Um, didn't know how that was going to happen. Didn't know, <laughs> you know, didn't know what kinds of things were going to, were going to come together for that to happen. And so in the time between um, when I graduated and when my CD came out in 2006, you know, I recorded the CD. I was working part-time for the interchurch council, interfaith council in New Bedford. Mm-hmm. And um, they had, places where um um uh, they have uh, like assisted living um places that they uh, you know subs- you know i guess subsidized housing i guess you could say but mm-hmm. you know to help to help people elderly and and other abled people and so they had me singing in a couple of those places every once in a while and nice. um and then at the same time my a couple of my aunts, my my auntie Julia and my aunt, God rest their souls. Um, at the time, they were both in places like nursing homes. My my auntie Millie was at a um, in an, at an adult daycare center at the time, and my uh, my cousin said, "Hey, Candy, you should you know come in and and sing for you know sing, sing for my mom, my my auntie Millie, um, mm-hmm. at at this place." And so I you know, did, went and did that. And so I think the, the word kind of got out that I was doing this kind of stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, and, and so just, and, and the thing was like, when I just started doing it and my, um, my aunts were involved, right. There was something that just sort of touched my soul to be able to go to where they were and to be able to make them smile and to be able to uplift their spirits along with all the people that were with them. Um, and so uh, this was kind of just like here and there for a moment, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and then um, 2006, 2007, I had the opportunity to go to Cabo Verde. And then when I got back from Cabo Verde for, my, for the first time, and then when I got back from Cabo Verde um, in 2007, I had the opportunity to do some touring um, with a performing arts festival thing. And I went to Hawaii and Alaska, whatever. But in that space, I had to, I was going to, um, I was going to do, have a, ask for a leave of absence um, from the, some of the job, the part-time job that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And they basically told me lovingly, (laughs) they lovingly told me that I couldn't come back (laughs) Uh Uh and told me that they wanted me to, you know, this is what I went to, you know, I went to school to be, to, to really do my music full time. I'm, I'm getting all of these opportunities to be able to do that. Um, And, you know, they wanted me when I came back to really jump in and do the nursing home uh, assisted living stuff because they felt like this was something that was really connecting with me. And it was. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so when I got back from, from the tour, I went, I was away from January to April in the 2007 and I did it again in 2008 and 2009. But when I came back, um, I had to go into it like, full, you know, it's just like full time. I just, I, I started doing the work and calling people and whatever. And the more and more that I did it, the more and more I realized that I've found my purpose, not only just in the music, because I've always been in music and I've always right. been singing and, and all that. But when I started doing the the senior 
the senior community and the um, and singing for our elders, no matter where they happen to be. Um, it just brought me so much joy to see the fulfillment that was coming, you know, just to see them, the lights in their eyes. Some of them, you know, they can't, they couldn't speak or they can't talk or whatever. Um, And to see their eyes light up, to watch them move just a little bit, even if they could, Mm -hmm. that just brought me so much joy. And I knew that, that, that I had found my, my really found my purpose. And so now fast forward to, you know, we're in this pandemic, right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not able to do it on a full-time basis right now that, that, because, you know, you can't go to the to the nursing homes, you can't go to the assisted living. You, they, they, you, you know, they're trying to protect our seniors and protect the people that are there. Of course. So, right. So, um, so what? Yes, I've been speaking to the uh, um, uh, activities directors and trying to figure out how to keep the music going. Mm-hmm. Right. How to keep, how to keep doing the music. How to keep these people uplifted in this time they can't you know when they can't see their families they can't get visitors how do how do I as um as a bearer of the gift of music right how do I continue that in this do I allow this thing to stop me so much that I can't do what I do no I'm not going to do that I'm going to find other ways I'm going to find different things. So I've been doing virtual performances with some of them. Mm-hmm. I've been doing um, FaceTime one-on-one with some of oh, them. You know, so, so beautiful. They, right. So the activities directors will, <laughs> it's kind of funny. They put me on, you know, I'll call in on FaceTime and they put me on an iPad and they'll cart me around on one of their carts uh-huh. and I'll actually sing directly to their residents. Um, and, you know, they'll ask me for songs and they'll, you know, they'll interact with me. I think they get the kick. They get a kick out of seeing me on a little screen on the card. Yeah, um... <laughs> that is so funny and so beautiful. So, yes. Yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. And then so and then doing the outside in, you know, the outdoor indoor thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff that I put on um, Facebook. I've but seen I think the what... outdoor one, which I thought was pretty amazing where you're outside yeah. and they're inside and do they get to see, see you through the the window or yes uh-huh. yeah okay. so that's yeah so um so different places depending on how they're able to uh to situate it right um they'll have me they'll have me outside and then they'll have um their residents at windows either you know down um windows in either in their rooms or depending on how big of say a dining room they have so that they can put people like you know six feet apart, um, and they'll open you know they'll open the windows. I I was in a, a courtyard uh, last week, and it was like four stories up, and people were like at the windows, you know, clapping oh, wow. and waving, and it was kind that of fun. That is amazing. Yeah, and this and and I did a place this week this week where they actually. So they had me outside, they had people watching me from the windows, but they also uh, figured out how to broadcast me to um, televisions within the, within Uh the facility that couldn't see me. So I don't know, they figured out how to put some kind of, you know, like a dead channel, I think they called it Mm -hmm. channel, I don't know, whatever, 92 or whatever the channel was in their facility. And so the people that couldn't get to the windows could still see me on television. So that was pretty cool. That is amazing. Now your voice, <laughs> you, you know, is so calming, so soothing. And 
and you know it's it's and I feel well I know that music is very um therapeutic you know and, and especially in the in this time we all need it what feelings do you want your audience to come away with like what do you want them to feel after you've you know presented and 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 were able are able to sing to them I think I really just want people to feel loved I want people to feel the love and the light. I want them to feel uh, a hug coming from th- coming from me, even if I can't touch them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even I just want them to hear in my voice how and how much I love to do what I do, and how much I feel like it's a blessing and a gift for me to be able to do this, for me to touch people in a particular way. I just want them to feel uplifted. I want them to feel lighter. Um, Especially now, you know, especially now, um, there's so much heaviness, right? There's just so much heaviness because, you know, the the, the sad reality is that there are people who who are sick. There are people, so many of us that are losing loved ones, um, you know, losing, you're losing friends. And so there's a heaviness, there's a a heaviness right now more than there's been in in a long time, Mm -hmm. right? So, so I feel like my purpose right now is to, lift that heaviness a little bit, make it just, just a bit lighter for people. Even, you know, somebody, somebody described it to me as a sense of normalcy, just even for an hour or two, if I, if I'm, you know, if I'm singing at the, uh, at a nursing home, or if I'm doing something on, you know, Facebook live where people, people have been watching me do stuff on Facebook live. Um, you know, they said, it's like, it feels like even though we can't be there with you, and we can't see you. There's a sense of this is a, this is what this is normally what's supposed to happen yeah. at seven o'clock on a Saturday night. Exactly. You're supposed to be, you know, listening to somebody doing some singing somewhere, you know? Yeah. And so, so from, so myself and, and whoever else is doing this, any of the other t- entertainers, cause there are lots of entertainers now that are doing this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, it's just, you know, music is what we do. Music is what we love for me to sing. I mean, I, you know, I've been singing for as long as I can remember trying to just, just, it, it, it's a, it's something that, that allows me to express myself. And so when I express myself and I send that out to you, I just, I just want you to feel me and feel the, feel what's coming from me. And just to know that I love you Mm -hmm. in this moment, no matter what it is I happen to be singing, I just, I love you, which is why I'm doing this. So, and I have, that's, I think that's one of the feelings that I, that I hope that people get out of that, that I just love what I do. And And, and when you love what you do, you do it with love. People do feel that like, there's no denying you have to, um, why is music so important to you? And why is music important in general? Well, I think, so why is music important to me? I think music has, has, has always been um, an, a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Um, you know, I've had stories where people tell me things that I don't even remember myself, but people you know, tell me stories of things that I've done um, when I was a little, when I was, you know, a young girl trying to, you know, be a part of, be a part of music, right? Um, music has always been that outlet for me. It's always been a way for me to be able to express myself, whether I'm sad or happy or whatever. Um, it's always been the the place where I can feel free. Um, you know, when I, especially like when I'm, like on stage or mm-hmm. something, you know, uh, 
you know, it's that place where I can just be that create the crazy me that I am or be the real sensitive me that I am or the, any of the, of the me's that I am that people don't always see. I get to be all of that on stage. Wow. Um, and so I get to, I get to just really open, I get to open up. Um, and, you know, there was a time, not so much anymore, but there was a time when I was really shy. And mm-hmm. I know there were people that, that, that know me now, like, like You're when not, was that? When was that, right? <laughs> when was that? Um, <laughs> right, I can't even but, imagine. Yeah, but people who know me, like those who know me, who who have known me from my teenagehood, childhood, will know that I was not always this outspoken. Um, I'm not still not even outspoken, but out singing. I was out- like singing helped you find your voice. Absolutely, absolutely, it still helps me to find my voice. Um, mm-hmm. And even, and now it's finding, not only helping me find my voice, but it's also helping me find my own truths. Um, right. Be, be, as I'm on, that I'm on, um, singing, always that constant in my life, no matter what I happen to be going through. I mean, I worked in a, I was a, I worked in a corporate uh, I was I was a banker for 20 years. Music mm-hmm. was always there. Even mm-hmm. even as a ba- somehow people knew that I could sing and if there was something going on that I ended up getting a other to do something. Music mm-hmm. was music has always followed me through my life. Mm-hmm. And it's followed me through spiritual it's um it's followed me through my personal transitions it's followed me through marital transitions it's mm-hmm. followed me through um you know it's followed me through all of the different transitions in my life um including so that's it's the one thing that i know that i can fall back on that's always going to be there to to catch me um no matter what and that's i guess that's what music is Um, looking to other people or looking to something else that's outside of me it's it's looking to to that spirit that is within me um mm. and uh i think that's where i'm at right now and that's why i love i love watching you and i love hearing you because um when you get to that point where you are finding that truth for yourself, you start to be connected or reconnected to people mm-hmm. whose truths sound the same or, you know, like-minded, yes. you know, you find those like-minded, you know, the like-minded people. Um, and that's what, I guess I was so excited last year when, when I saw you again, um, was it last year or the two years ago when I oh, saw you maybe- again? Two years ago, almost two years ago, at uh, Dr. Selena. Dr. Selena, yes, yeah. Dr. Selena's, mm-hmm. and of course, that was a that was such a beautiful, beautiful bringing together of be- your lovely energy, and yes, you know, and to, and so when I saw you there, and again after I hadn't seen you in so long, and we reconnected, just and and watching you over the last couple of years, I just 
really feel like my, I don't know, my sister, I got my, I got my, I got my, I got, I got another sister. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And it's, um, it's amazing how the universe supports us in that way. Mm-hmm. It aligns us back with that we're, you know, we're in alignment with, and then to the opposite happens, you know, people right. that aren't supposed to be there fall away. And sometimes that feels a little sad. Um, Absolutely. But yeah. yeah that happens naturally you know as you become who you are you begin to attract people who are very aligned with that yeah yes yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful thing i um it i'm is. really grateful for it and i'm grateful for you i um i also got a chance to watch the um the pbs special no passport required boston yes and mm-hmm. it was such a sweet piece. I, I loved it so much because it really, it, it was an opportunity to, to tell our story, you know, our music, our food, our culture. And so I wanted to talk about, about that, about the experience even being on there because you were pretty much the star of the show, <laughs> of, of that piece. I mean, I don't know if I'm being biased, but to You're me, being very biased. Okay, I guess I am. But, you know, and Shauna, shout out to Shauna. I love Shauna too. She's amazing. She's really amazing. Um, love and Shauna. She was on, yeah, Shauna's amazing. And um, so how did that come about? Like, how was that experience like? Because I'm assuming it was just you know, a very um, amazing experience altogether, right? Amazing is an understatement. (laughs) Let me me say that. Um, I can't, you know, when I think about it, I still get get back on that high that I was on for like a year, (laughs) knowing, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, doing it and then knowing that it was coming and not knowing when it was coming. But um, so how it happened, right? So that that was your first question. How did did this even come about, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So um, it it sort of came about really like by accident. I got a call um, by the, from the producers um, asking if I would want to be part of this, of this, of this project, of this episode. They explained to me what the episode was and, you know, um, and all of these things. And they, and I said, and so of course me still in that mind, you know, that the mind that doesn't think I'm worthy enough to be there, mm-hmm. um, says well how did you find me and and you know why me there's why probably me, others, yeah. lots of other yeah why me there's <laughs> lots, lots of other people that could probably do this better than I could like why me and so they were like well we found you online <laughs> we heard you we we heard your music we heard um it's certain songs that you you were singing we heard your story we heard your story we know that what you've been doing blah 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 and we really thought that you would fit into what the, the story that we were trying to tell um, about the the connections between all of these, uh, you know, Cabo Verde and, and um, you know, the Portuguese community and the Brazilian community and you being a Cape Verdean American, um, you, you have a, a, a perspective that um, we, we could really use. Um, and so and and we you know we love your music and we want you to sing um something we, there's a particular song a couple of songs that we've heard you sing that we would love for you to sing on the show because it captures what it is that I we we were trying to capture in for that segment um um and that was february of let's see what are we in we're in 2020 okay 2020. so that was in february right so that was in february of 2019 
Um, and it showed actually almost a year after um, it was actually shot. Um, and so, uh, so that's how they found me. And so there was a, there was a series of, you know, telephone calls and, you know, going back and forth and all these things. And then they finally came um, President's Day weekend in February of 2019. And um, I don't know if I should, if I'm supposed to say this, <laughs> out loud, but originally, um, originally they were just going to have me, um, I was living in Taunton at the time. I'm living in New Bedford now, but that was at the time I was living in Taunton and they were going to have me they just wanted me to sing. That's really, really all they really wanted me to do was mm-hmm. is to sing. Um, but in our conversations, I told them a little bit about um, Akia, who uh, Akia Bernard, who is at the um, Wheeling Museum. Um, you know, I told them about all these different things, and um, and then I guess they realized that because first day they were just going to drive me up from Taunton to have me go to uh, Cesarea's. And, and sing there and we, mm-hmm. they were going to talk to me on the way up or whatever. That's what they were originally going to do. But then they realized that they can't have a Cape Verdean segment without um, featuring or showing or showcasing New Bedford somehow. Mm. They, they, they realized that they can't, you know, I, I don't know, whatever it is that I said to them, <laughs> which was a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, the, about, the history. New, about New Bedford yeah. and history, yeah, right? for sure. Um, they realized that they couldn't do I think they realized that they couldn't do a segment and not and not feature New Bedford somehow That's so right. yeah um so I guess they they changed they changed up their production a little bit and decided to come to New Bedford um with me and and uh, unfortunately it was hard because um when they called me to ask me to do it, it was like the weekend and I couldn't get, you know, like it was hard for me to try to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this on, on short notice, which is why I was able to get Izzy's to open up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she wasn't even going to be open that day, that day, but she, she, um, she agreed to open for, for us so that um, we could, we could do that segment there. Um, in terms of the feeling um there's there's been there was a place in me for a while because i i love my culture so much yes and i went back to get my masters um at umass boston um and i got my masters in it was called transnational cultural and community studies at the time now it's considered now it's called uh critical ethnic and community studies mm. Um, so it's basically an eth- ethnic studies program. Um, but that program allowed me to delve a little bit more into not only the music of my culture, but um, also the history of my, of, of particularly the Cape Verdean American side of it, right? The transnational, the transnational piece of it. Right? Yes. It allowed me to really um, delve into, you know, why our ancestors, when, when they came to this country, you know, how did they enable themselves to um, continue the cultural heritage here, even in a place when, where um, they weren't allowed to really practice certain things or, or they were trying to get them not to, but they still did it anyway. They still, they still 
kept their music and they still kept their their traditions they still kept their 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 food even though some things have changed along the way right the way we say things or the way we name things right mm-hmm. or whatever but we still were able to keep those uh, those connections through through our culture um and so i so in the two years that i was studying i was able to to really understand some of that and um and realize that Cabo Verde for such a small for such a small country mm-hmm. it's so big yeah so rich in so much that people don't know and there's history that people don't know that ties us all together mm-hmm. um that just that, that some of us don't even know we don't even know how important we are to the globalization of the western hemisphere like we don't some of us don't even realize how how important we are to that no um so so i guess in being asked to do this particular program it allowed me to say okay i do have a place in being able to tell some of our stories as much as uh, in a way that I can, right? Because I wasn't born in COVID, right? I was born here. Mm-hmm. But I have so much love for my culture and growing up in New Bedford, that a place that allowed me to have, to, to, to nurture that love for my country and to nurture that transnational relationship, yeah. that this, this, this program would give me that little teeny bit of spotlight um, on a national stage. Now, I don't know if I actually thought all those things through at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure, right? But I think look, looking at it now, um, it, it's been part of the dream. It's part, been part of what I've want, been wanting to do. I want to, you know, help to educate people about how important Cabo Verde is, which is why I went, I, uh, when I went on the tour, those tours from 2007, 8, and 9, and went to the different places, Hawaii and Alaska, whatever, um, and shared the the culture and the, some of the songs with different people around the country. It's like you'd be surprised that people don't even know that Kaviyad exists, yeah. um, which is you know which is understandable because it's a small country. It's but small, yeah. It, it's small, but but it's up to us to mm. um, it's, you know the, the, the those of us who consider ourselves to be culture bearers right mm-hmm. it's it's up to us to start those conversations yeah it's up to us to 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 make it so somebody says covid Cape Verde, where's that oh you know i've never heard of that before where is that what is that who is that um, yeah what do they do what do they eat what do they sing it's up to us to to start that conversation so that people can um can go and look up look look us up right because now yeah. there's lots of information right so people can go look us up so that's i think that's part of what made that so um so monumentous uh, momentous for me is and monumental and momentous for me mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. um it, it just let me you know just let me know that there's a door that's opening for me to be able to continue to do those kinds of things that's right. Um, and you're doing it so. so well and so beautifully. And um yeah, and congratulations on on being invited on there. That's pretty that's pretty amazing, right? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And Marcus Samuelson. Mar- Marcus Samuelson was so cool. Yeah, he looks like a really cool guy. Like very cool. <laughs> so mm-hmm. cool, so down to earth. 
Um, and he, you know, and, and I'll just give you a, a, a little bit of information. And hopefully once we get on the other side of this whole thing, mm-hmm. um, there were talks. So when the, when the program came up, came on again, um, there were, uh, we were having discussions again about my coming to New York mm. to perform at his, um, at, uh, his restaurant, um, wow. the red rooster, I think it's called uh-huh. in Harlem. Wow. Um, and they wanted me to, uh, they want, you know, they wanted me to come up. And so we were in talks about that, like sort of end of February, early March in terms of when we were going to do it. Um, but of course that's all yeah. <laughs> that has all, all the, all those talks have stopped of course, but, um, hopefully when we get on the other side of this, um, you know, there'll be an opportunity for me to continue to, uh, do, uh, be, be connected to, to his work in that way by going to, to New York and maybe possibly singing at his restaurant. Oh, that's fabulous. So that would be cool. Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. awesome. I'm sure it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get through this. We are getting through this. Oh yeah. Oh, this too shall pass. It will. It, this, this, this too shall Absolutely. pass. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Candida, it has been like always amazing. Such a good time <laughs> spending time with you. Now tell us where can we find you? Where can we stay connected? And most importantly, hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so I do have a website, although right now it's being it's in the process of uh, of an upgrade. But um, you can still see my face. It's uh, candidarose.net. So um, yeah, www.candidarose.net. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Facebook um, under Candida Rose, um, and I also have a, a music page on Facebook. It's called Golden Rose Music, which is my company. Golden Rose Music's uh, Candida Rose, and tonight at seven. Oh, not tonight. <laughs> so on Saturdays uh-huh. at seven at, at on Saturdays at seven PM I have been doing um what I'm calling the WFHSD concert series. Mm. So what does that mean? What does that mean? What's WH what WFHSD? It's um work from home because uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I'm doing right uh-huh. now. Um social distancing. So WFHSD concert series and um I am going to be, uh, I'll be on sun. So on Saturdays, um, well, from most Saturdays until we can get back to some kind of normalcy and get back out performing again. Um, I've been doing Saturday nights at 7 PM. Um, uh, sometimes by myself, sometimes with, uh, with guests still trying to figure out the technology behind all mm-hmm. of that. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, you know, you can find me. I, I don't do Instagram too, too much, but yeah, my niece is trying to help me with all of that. Yeah, you should get stuff, on so, Instagram. Yeah, it's, get on that wave. <laughs> it's really, um, it's a cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my yeah, my niece is you know like you know it's like auntie you um yeah you, you need to get you need with to get on Instagram yeah. auntie it's time <laughs> no that's well before you go you know I have to dive even deeper with my questions right so are you ready for this oh boy okay <laughs> my first question is if you were Candida were to write yourself a love letter how would that begin mm. oh my goodness how would that begin. Ooh. Okay. I would say, dear Candy, because Candy is the, the little girl in me. That's what I, people always knew me as is Candy. Mm-hmm. Dear Candy, 
you have grown up to be such a loving, confident, upstanding woman, even though you were made to feel like you were too timid to to stand up for yourself or you cried you would you cried too much when you you cried too much but it was okay it's okay it's okay that you cried it's okay that you still cry um it's okay that you show who you are it's okay that you cry when you're happy and you cry when you're sad and you cry when you're joyful and you cry when when somebody says something nice and you cry it bambi it's okay. It's, uh, you have grown up to be such an amazing person that you are, inspire others with telling the stories that you tell. I don't know. Something no, like that. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. No, I love that. That's perfect. Second question. What is your personal why, that one thing that keeps you going every day? Hmm. Why? Why not? Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I would say it's because I figured out my purpose. Um, I think my purpose is to really bring, continue to bring love. And also that there's a legacy that I want to, that I want to leave. Um, and so I, I know that I can't just stop. I know that I have to keep going. Um, I have to die. I have to keep showing those people that my young girls, my granddaughter that's coming behind me that it's still it's okay. We can, you know, we have to we go through stuff. We're gonna go through the valley, but it's how we come through that valley and get back to that mountaintop that is going to have us be able to tell this tell the stories. Um I have people watch. I have, I have. I have people watching me. I have. I have. I have my. Like I said, my my grandchildren. I have them watching me, and um, I'm their role model. You know, I'm their nanny, and you know, if a nanny can do it, I can mm-hmm. do it. You know, so absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Lastly, what would you like to leave behind? Like um, you kind of touched on your legacy uh, with the previous question, but. What is it that you want to leave behind when this is over? So I'm going to, um, I'm going to quote a song. Um, this is a song by um, <laughs> Beyonce. And when I heard the song, I was, I, the first time I heard the song, um, I was asked to sing it for someone's uh, memorial. And it's a song that she sang for a humanitarian um, organization um, so, some years ago. And one of the, the verses says, um, I want to know, let's see, I want to say that I lived each day until I die and know that I meant something in somebody's life. The hearts that I've touched will be the proof that I leave. That's, and that's so important. The hearts I have touched wow. will be the proof that I leave, that I made a difference, and the world will see that I was here. Yeah, I lived, I loved, I did, I've done everything that I wanted. 
So I think it's just, I, I don't think I can say it any better. Mm-hmm. I just want people to know that I loved, that I was here and I did everything that I could and I did the best that I could to leave this world a little bit better, a little brighter, um, a little bit more expansive, a little bit more of us knowing that we're all in this together, a little bit more of us knowing that we are one. Yeah. Um, and I'm a true believer that um, we should celebrate people while they're here. We should love people while they're here and let them know what they mean to us while they're here. And so me, Lucy, mm-hmm. the person that knows you, your friend, the person that loves you so much, is here to tell you that you are loved, appreciated. But what you just said you want to leave for us, I feel that. I feel it with everything, Candida. You, I have no doubt in my mind that that is, that is your legacy. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just love you. <laughs> you got I me know. crying over here. I'm so glad sorry. people can't see me. Help it. <laughs> no, but thank you for um, for giving you my heart and um, for, for giving us your heart um, and, and, and your time and energy right now. And thank you for everything that you're doing and continue to do it. And we'll be watching and I'm cheering you on from wherever I am. And I know that our paths will always cross. It will always cross forever and ever. And I want to just say to you once again, to Lucy, to you, Lucy, thank you so much for the inspiration Mm -hmm. for real that you bring to, to not only to me, but to, to all of your listeners. I'm sure Um, I am just, again, I can't say this enough that I am so honored and so blessed that you continue to, um, keep me in, in, in your, uh, in your sights and, um, that we are continuing on this journey, um, together, this journey of life and love and music and voice and all of these things. Um, we're in this journey together. And so I say thank you so much. And thank you to your listeners um, for, for listening and bearing with me and my sniffles. No, it, we all <laughs> need what, it. This is what yeah, love yeah, it does. It does. Right? And you're giving us all permission <laughs> to do the same, just to be open and open our hearts. We need more of that. We need more of that heart opening, you know. So, you know, let's hold each other's hand. That's what I always like to say. I'm here to hold your hand. You're holding yes. my hand. And let's walk this path together because the world can be scary, you know, but it, it feels so much mm-hmm. easier when, when we have um, when we have our tribe with us, traveling with us. So, Amen. yeah. That's the truth. Absolutely. That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> well, Candida, until the next <laughs> time, we can go on forever, and I know we can, So, but we have to end this eventually, right? So I just want to thank you. Right. Thank you again, <laughs> and love you, love you, and inf- thank you. infinite. Sending you lots and lots and lots of love. Love, love you, you, love you, love you. Take, Take care. care. God thank bless you, you very you. much. And to my listeners, remember, you are the most important person in your life. Be well until the next time. Please do check us out on our that's L-U-C-E dot inspiration where I post updates, uh, inspirational quotes, my personal life, and so, so much more. Until the next time.